Listen to me. 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 Listen to me
my grandma always told me if you keep doing what you've been doing you're going to keep getting what you've been getting so unless if you don't make a change in your life you're going to do the same thing and get the same results that's how that my life like when i went through recovery i went to rehab i came out I actually left and I was, I was bringing myself back home and I didn't really want to come back home and I was stumbling back so I'm taking myself back to that blockage and it's like that, that blockage happened again and when I came back home I was stuck again and then all of a sudden then I had another pathway was actually go to the dry house and they helped me to get into the dry house as well and I went to the dry house and guess what when I went to the dry house I've done the same thing again because I came running back home and I just kept back to that blockage and now I'm in the same blockage again, and now I'm trying to get back to rehab. This question comes from a member of the public who asked, what's the most helpful thing that someone has done to support you in your recovery? What does good support really look like? Listen to me. Support is allowing that person to figure things out themselves. Stop pushing them or forcing them or telling them your way of doing stuff. Trying to understand where they're coming from and let them figure it out themselves in their own way. What good support looks like. I think there's something about transparency and honesty about what you can and can't do. Yeah, what someone can and can't do for you, I think is really important. This quote comes from a participant who took part in the research. I've only ever told him, my GP, once that I was using when I told him that, I found out later that it actually worked against me in getting some funding for some services because they won't treat you if you're using, and I was using, so I couldn't get any help. So, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? This is a question from a member of the public who asked, how have you managed to stay motivated and maintain your recovery amidst the backdrop of a pandemic where access to the way you receive support has changed? You know, when they shut us down and I thought, okay, I, I don't go out that much no more. When I used to go and see my friends all the time. So, you know, staying indoors was something that I found hard to do. I think it's benefited me in a, in a good way, in a good way, actually. You still have fear and anxiety and challenges, but the fact that you had to share them with such a wider group of people who were geographically, not even in your physical space, it gives you a, a appreciation and a perspective when you hear different people is that people have it worse than you because sometimes we always think that we have it worse than everyone else until we hear an actual story. So for me, it made me more reflective and thankful for what I had. About COVID-19, I tried to find a positive spin on it because when the whole place shut down, I felt really relaxed and COVID-19 don't disturb me. I felt much better that I could communicate with a broader amount of people without having one-on-one -on -one physical contact or seeing them right in front of me. Um, it actually helped me with my communication skills. And I am developing, but at my own pace. If anything, I've got more support during lockdown. I think I've had more support during lockdown. Family, the staff here, um, you guys, probation. I can't really complain, to be fair. This is a question from a member of the public who asked, what do you believe was the most important element of your own character that got you through the hardest parts of your recovery? Uh, with me, it was about telling myself I could do better. 
and now I've got into that position where I've not done it, not used or anything for nearly a year now. I would just continue to do better. I think my most important element of my character was a bit of like stubbornness. I'd gone through rehab. I, I sort of, things didn't go well at the end. I'd been asked to leave. And, you know, I was sort of told, oh, you'll be back in there. You know, you're going to fail because you haven't like done the full six months or whatever. I only did four. And just that stubbornness of being like, no, I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to see me again. I'm not going to go through this again. And I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's probably not a good trait, but. <laughs> I like that because stubbornness is not always a bad trait. Because a lot of people would be sitting there talking about you can't do it, you ain't going to make it, you ain't going to be nowhere, you're going to end up right back where you've been. And being stubborn against them, like, no, you could say it, I'll prove you wrong. I love it. I think it's amazing. Having group sessions here keeps us motivated when we do our groups and when we do our Zoom meeting with you guys and our you lot for support. You guys here, they supported me. When I came into this group, I came scared and it helped me develop to be more open-minded and I learn more every day and I get more excited to be involved with everyone. I will be proud to be part of this recording. I would say that I think this could be a podcast series, not just one thing like there's so much to talk about and yeah like there's loads and loads of like perspectives and ideas here is some reflective writing from stefan a researcher it's one thing to talk about making changes to the current system and including people in the decisions about the care they receive but i think it's equally important to learn to understand the reasons why someone is experiencing multiple disadvantages in the first place Helping paint a picture of that individual's history to better understand where they have come from while showing them empathy, tolerance, forgiveness and acceptance as they take those first early steps and often for the first time onto that precarious and difficult path to recovery can sometimes be the difference between success and failure. As I interviewed people it came up time and time again in many forms and guises that regardless of how we choose to dress it up when you strip everything away, it all adds up to the same thing, humanity, and being listened to, heard, and valued. This seemed to be the difference needed to help or challenge previous beliefs and perspectives, and the catalyst to whether they were more likely to experience success or not in their journey. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. We certainly enjoyed making it. A huge thanks to the National Lottery Community Fund for funding this project to local services in Lambeth, Southwark and Lewisham for your support, to the lovely public for sending in your questions, to the experts by experience who took part in the podcast and shared their stories, and to the participants who took part in the research. To find out more or read the report, check out www.fulfillinglivesllsl.london or on our website www.groundswell.com .org.uk. Thank you very much. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. I love it.
you guys have made my lockdown. Amazing. Oh dear, my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs>